another one of these rare once in a lifetime planetary stargazing experiences or phenomenons well it's about to happen again and joining us now with the details is elena hyde who studies space at york university elena good afternoon and thanks for joining us thanks very much for having me it's always great to talk about uh, what's up in the sky yeah what is up in the sky uh, tell us what we can uh, witness just by looking up uh, i believe starting uh, next week we're talking about something known as a planetary alignment oh yeah well as, as you mentioned these things are um, well they're not maybe not once in a lifetime but they're fairly rare uh, this kind of major planetary alignments they've only occurred maybe two or three times in the last couple decades so um, if you want to get a good view, um, this is, just to uh, make sure we're selling it correctly, it's not all the planets. We have Saturn, Mars, Venus, and Jupiter all lined up in a lovely row. And the reason, that, of course, they look like they're in a lovely row is because we have the plane of the, the solar system showing off a little bit in form of... But it's in the pre-dawn sky, so you will have to get up before the sunrise. And it's going to be really good... 17th. So April is an amazing month for sky watching, actually. There's a lot of really cool events. We have, of course, as I mentioned, this planetary alignment. If it is, uh, if once we get to April 17th, you have the sun rising at about uh, 6.29 a.m. And we have, of course, all of our, our you know planets uh, rising at various different times. But we have Saturn, Mars, Venus, and Jupiter, in this case, all in a nice line in the sky above uh, where the sun is going to rise. So it's going to be an awesome sight for people who just want to look with their telescopes or binoculars, or even if you just want to get some astrophotography or something like that. And it's actually really quite close to the next uh, full moon, which is April 16th. We have a uh, pink full moon, as it's called. So mm -hmm. there's a lot to, a lot to enjoy this month. Okay, explain to us, if you could, Elena, why this celestial row, as it's known, the alignment of Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Saturn, why is it so impressive? Well, it is impressive because, of course, you get to see the planets in a line across the sky, so it's very visually striking. And in order for those planets to all appear to be lined up in the sky, we have to be facing just the right way from our little planet Earth out into the solar system. And if you may recall from, uh, you know, maybe high school or um, graphics you've seen online, the solar system is kind of in a flat plane with the sun in the center and all the planets go around in nearly circular orbits. And so at any given time, you know, the planets might be uh, behind you, they might be in front of you. Getting them to actually be lined up from where we are isn't so easy. Um, this kind of planetary alignment where we have several planets lined up um, is pretty rare. It's, as I say, a few times, uh, <clears throat> maybe once a decade or so. Uh, I believe that there's been about three since 2005. Um, and, but if you want an even better alignment, you just have to keep looking up until about June, <laughs> um, where we'll actually have Mercury, Venus, Saturn. Um, and Neptune and Uranus don't really count because you need binoculars to see okay. them. Uh, but it's great fun to go out and just watch them come across, take pictures, bring a telescope. Um, you know, fun for the whole family, as they say. Well, it's kind of like the ultimate connect the dots, almost. And again, you mentioned this starts uh, April 17th, but I understand a few days later, in and around April 23rd, 
is when the alignment will be even more spectacular. I think you mentioned this. We've got a full moon. So uh, these four planets will actually line up with the moon as well. So that's maybe the ultimate time to view this. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the full moon is actually um, April 16th this year. It's a pink moon. It's sort of called pink moon for the the flowers that we hope will start blooming soon, I suppose. Um, And uh, April 16th will be a particularly good day because you'll have that full moon. um, And for us in the northern hemisphere, it's kind of going to be glowing off to the left of uh, Spica in, uh, um, in Virgo. So if you know your constellations. Um, but if you are looking for planetary alignments, you want a couple of days later, as you mentioned, April 20th uh, will be the best for the planetary okay. planetary alignment. So it's it's great, great fun this, uh, this month. We do also have on April 20th, uh, just after 21st and 22nd, the Lear meteor shower. So there's, there's tons of great stuff going on. Wow, lots of free entertainment just by, uh, as we mentioned, looking upwards. That's great. Uh, before we run out of time, only got about a minute or so left here, Elena, but I wanted to ask you as well, uh, this weekend, I think it was Saturday, the first all-private team of astronauts ever launched to the International Space Station actually got to the ISS. Just uh, tell us about this as relevance and just how historic this is. Oh, wow. You know, it's a shame we only have a minute left because it was, as you say, really, really uh, exciting. It was uh, watching the launch on uh, Friday, I believe. Um, you know, anytime you see something escaping from Earth, it's very impressive. But this one was a particularly interesting launch because, as you say, it's it's got a private company, Axiom, who's hired on to go with SpaceX, another private company, up to the space station. And uh, part of their plan, the Axiom company, is actually to eventually add their own modules to the space station and make a privatized space hotel. So it is um, it is quite a bit different than what anyone has done before. And the astronauts they sent up, um, they did also have to have to pay quite a bit more. I believe it was about fifty five million dollars per person for the three uh, paying astronauts who went up to the space station. And right now they're running lots and lots of experiments. Um, gosh, I forgot how many. But they're absolutely jam-packed with experiments every day and outreach. Mm-hmm. They're working with Montreal Children's Hospital. They're doing um, a, a thunderstorm experiment. There's all kinds of stuff going on as part of this mission. But it's also happening in a really different way than what we've seen other space missions do before. So Without a I, doubt. I highly, highly advise um, yeah, reading up on that one. Okay. Elena, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for updating us, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you very much. Cheers. All right, cheers. There is Elena Hyde, who studies space at York University. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.